Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-M-Rushmpn. So for me, the second tier of podcasting is... I call it the experience tier. You're not really advanced yet, but you're also not a beginner anymore, right? Like you put in the work to get past level one, you know, you're probably past 25 episodes. Really the sweet spot here is between 25 and 50 episodes and the advanced tier is like past a hundred, right? So most podcasters are between that part of 20 and a hundred episodes, right? And this is important because that's when you start to build your audience, get your marketing plan down and, you're in that position to where you're ready to get sponsored. But this is where you have to really focus in like a laser. You got to dial in on this thing and put all your energy into getting the outcome that you want. Because right here at this point is where sponsors are willing to work with you. It's easier to acquire sponsors here for a ton of different reasons. So today I want, want to get into exactly what you have to do to get sponsored and how you keep them around and how you generate the most revenue from your show. What's good, people? I am Coach Chris, and today I want to get into really what it takes for you to get your show sponsored and how you go from just having a regular podcast, making a little money here and there to that next level where you're bringing in consistent revenue, because I think that's the difference between a successful show and one that's just okay. Like, let's be real. You have a podcast because you want to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. But getting sponsored is a process. Like, it's more of a journey. And You can't look at it as, well, I have X amount of downloads now, so I should have sponsors chasing me. That's not really how it works. So one of the first things you have to do is figure out who you want to work with. Like what kind of companies do you want to have a relationship with? What kind of companies do you want to be, you know, recognized with? Do you want to be associated with? And I like to look at this as like a long-term thing, like not just now because I want to make money, but what about in six months, in a year, in five years, do I want to be associated with this brand? Because if you can't look at yourself as working with them for a long period of time, the relationship probably won't go anywhere, you know, and every sponsor I've ever worked with is a company I would love to work with long term. And that's 
and that's true across the board. And it only changes if like your industry changes or something like that. And the focus of your content changes, that makes sense. But for most of us, we're going to stay in the same field. And actually that's a good test to know if you're ready to get sponsored. If you don't know if you're going to be talking about the same thing or covering the same topics and in the same market or industry within two years, you probably shouldn't be trying to get sponsored because you want to build these relationships long term. And I love this personally because it's great to be able to go to a brand and get that deal done and then go back and get another deal done. And you just know they're always going to work with you long term. It works very, very well for your brand. And sometimes you'll work with them for a few months and then you won't for a few months and then you go back and work with them again for another few months. It works all the same. So it's very, very important. You have a game plan long term. So think about the companies that you want to work with. And when I say think about the companies, I literally mean think about the brands you want to work with. And this is where you break them down into categories. It's just saying you want to be sponsored is fine, but what companies do you actually want to be aligned with? Now think of it this way, break it down into categories. One category I always say is like the out of reach. And those are bigger, massive, like worldwide brands like Apple, Nike, Google, the biggest brands in the world within your particular market that, you know, will be harder for you to obtain. You want to have those on your list simply because you never know if they're going to say yes. Reaching out to them is always great because you become, you know, a name that pops up in their email consistently. Um, I'm not saying reach out every day, nothing like that. Don't be annoying, but just even sending one or two emails, that's enough to start the conversation and to insert yourself, right? Because even if they don't answer you now, as you continue to grow, you could build a relationship. Now, the second category, this is where most of your sponsorship deals are going to come from. You should break this part down into the podcast companies that are already, hmm, you should break this down into the companies that are already sponsoring podcasters. Like there are a ton of brands out there that are already sponsoring shows in your niche, in your market. So you want to find as many companies as you can that are already sponsoring shows you listen to, ones you know your audience listens to, because that means they're already committed to podcast advertising. They know how the process works and they probably will be aware of who you are. So it's going to be easier to acquire a company that's already sponsoring brands, sponsoring other podcasters and work with them. Like when I, in the beginning, when I started, I had to convince brands and let them know this is what a podcast is. This is where we're going with it and all of that stuff. Like it's so much harder to convince a company to join you on the journey than to just say, Hey, you're sponsoring that show. You should sponsor my show because I'm talking to the same market, but different customers you're not reaching with that one podcast. So going to the companies that are already doing sponsorships is a great strategy, honestly. It's something that's going to get you those brand deals a lot faster than trying to start from scratch and talk to the smaller brands that aren't just there yet. Now, the other category is those smaller brands, right? Like I said, the bulk of your sponsorship deals are going to come from that middle area, you know, the bigger brands that are already sponsoring other shows within your market. But you still got that third category, the small one, where that's for small businesses. This is for like boutiques or Instagram shops and all of that stuff. All the small brands I work with over here, simply because you have to write the script for the ads. Probably you have to draw up the contract for that yourself. It's a process. You know, it's not something that you yourself can just walk into like with the bigger brands and they have all the stuff done for you. You have to do a little bit of the legwork. 
But the great thing here is those are some of the easiest sponsors to acquire early on because they have not done a lot of sponsorship maybe, or they don't have a massive budget. So now when you want to go and work with them, it's really, really easy to get that deal done because they don't have a ton of experience there and they're probably not working with the bigger brands that are at the top. They're working with a lot of the smaller podcasters and smaller influencers, which is where you are, right? If you are at the top where you're making a ton of money and you're already getting a ton of downloads, this part isn't for you, but most podcasters are not there, right? I know this statistically. So most of us should still work with smaller brands. And I keep doing this because it's like they're over here in the corner and it's not a ton, right? you got to put in a lot more work, explain things and build relationships there because that company is going to be growing at the same pace as you as a podcaster. So it's great if you can work together to where they make money, you get listeners and you get paid. It works good for both sides. So those are the three categories of potential sponsors. The main three that you should be focused on. There are a few other ones like coaches and entrepreneurs and stuff, but those aren't nearly as valuable as the businesses and the labels I just mentioned. Now, I know I have this conversation with a lot of people about getting sponsored at this level and why don't you sell courses or why don't you focus on a masterclass? That is simply because you don't have the audience yet. Most podcasters don't have the community, the audience, the connections, or even the right strategies to put together a program that people are going to buy and then sell it. Most people don't know how to do that part just yet. So instead of trying to build that and get a bunch of products going and stuff, and you shouldn't be focused on that. Instead of doing that, you should be focused on building connections with the right brands. And if you did that in the affiliate stage, like I talked about in the previous episode, then this part is going to be easy for you. And another thing is you have to have the right system in place when you launch an online course. People think you just put together a course, you record videos, and then boom, you make a ton of money. That is not how it goes. You have to put in work. You have to show up. And showing up means that you actually put the work in in terms of finding the right systems, of talking to your customers, uh, producing high-quality course content, not just crappy stuff. Like It's an actual process that you have to go through so that everything you put out is high quality. Because if it's not, your audience knows that, and it really reflects on your brand. And long-term, you want to avoid that kind of stuff, man. So focusing on sponsorships is one of the best things you can do. It's going to make your life extremely, extremely easy. And the thing is, too, it's not as difficult as we've made it seem. There's too many people out here telling you how to get sponsored that have never done it, and it's really not that difficult. When you focus on building the relationships with these companies, just strictly connecting with people and the right conversations and shaking hands and stuff, then it's easy. What most people do is they skip the process of building relationships and having a solid offer and building an audience and doing the right work. So what happens is people go and DM the company on Instagram or message them on LinkedIn and like, hey, sponsor my show. That's not how it works. You got to approach the right brand, build the right relationship, and then it's easy to get sponsored. Then you've done the legwork. And I can tell you this, once you get that first deal done, just one, every other deal becomes extremely easy after that. Well, no, I won't say extremely easy, but the process becomes easier. It's like getting over that first hump is the hardest one ever. But once you get over it, then it's really, really easy for you to continue to get sponsored because now you know how the process works. You know what it took. 
So I'm super excited to announce my book, The Business of Podcasting. It's coming out May 28th. I'm so excited for this, man. I've waited years to write this book. I wanted to make sure it was perfect for you. And I'm going to break down other parts of monetizing and growing your show and building a personal brand as a podcaster all inside the book. Check out the link down in the description box down below and you can pre-order your copy now. I'm Coach Chris and I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Carrie Barrett hosts a great podcast called The VIQ Project. Carrie, tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. Okay, you know how you go to shoot a two-minute video, except it takes two hours, you hate yourself on camera, you don't know what to do with it, and so it doesn't perform? You'll get all the tips and tricks you need to fix all of that on this podcast. Wow, we're going to be lining up for this. Where can people subscribe? You can find it on my website, which is carriebarrett.com. You can also find it if you search the VIQ Project Podcast on YouTube. Of course, you can find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or you can subscribe and search for the VIQ Project Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.